This is the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's Thursday, August 31st. Today's forecast calls for sunny skies and intense heat with a high of 100. The low tonight will be 74. Here are today's headlines. In 2021, the city's Office of Homeless Solutions launched an initiative to house 6,000 individuals. And despite the aggressive plan and $72 million, the office's director said she doesn't expect a significant change in the city's homeless count. Currently, there are 4,244 homeless individuals in Dallas and Collin counties, according to this year's homelessness point-in-time count. By 2025, Dallas wants to house 6,000 individuals, 1,600 more than currently exist, through its Real-Time Rehousing Initiative. That's no accident, according to Christine Crossley, director of the city's Homeless Solutions Office. The goal to house more people than are currently homeless under the initiative, which has already housed 2,502 through rent subsidies and emergency housing vouchers, is to account for the hard truth that many will fall into homelessness each year as long as the city's current economic and social conditions persist. More broadly, the initiative's goal reflects how working in the homelessness solution space is more like a slow march toward progress than a search for a silver bullet. Up next, 99.4% of the 26,000 members of the Association of Professional Flight Attendants voted in favor of authorizing a strike at Fort Worth-based American Airlines, the union announced Wednesday, while picketing at DFW International Airport. It doesn't mean flight attendants are able to strike now, but it does ramp up pressure on contract negotiations after four years of trying. To actually strike, flight attendants would need to be granted approval by federal labor regulators and then would be allowed to walk out after a 30-day cooling period. The APFA held pickets on Wednesday across the country in light of failing negotiations with the Fort Worth-based carrier. With the authorization passed, the union's leaders are clear to call for a strike if American Airlines and the APFA cannot come to an agreement. The APFA has negotiated with American Airlines for over two years and is demanding pay raises, better scheduling, flexibility, retirement, onboard staffing, and more. In other news, a Travis County judge has blocked a new state law expected to limit how cities and counties govern themselves two days before it was supposed to go into effect. On Wednesday, District Judge Maya Guerra Gamble granted a motion filed by the city of Houston and ruled House Bill 2127, also known as the Texas Regulatory Consistency Act and the Death Star Law, violates the state constitution. Dallas officials believed a slew of rules and policies in the city code would have to be changed once the law went into effect, including rules regulating minimum wages, equal opportunity employment, and anti-discrimination provisions. 
A spokesperson for the attorney general's office said the state is appealing Gamble's ruling and believes the appeal will halt its impact, resulting in HB 2127 going into effect September 1st. The act was supposed to be part of more than 750 new state laws planned to go into effect tomorrow. And a UPS delivery driver died this week after collapsing in the extreme North Texas heat, according to company and local union officials. Christopher Begley, a United Parcel Service package car driver, was delivering in the Farmersville area August 23rd when he notified UPS that he was not feeling well, the company said in a written statement. A union representative said the 57-year-old had collapsed at a customer's location Wednesday, hospitalized Sunday, then died later that day. UPS said it was notified Monday of his death. UPS said after Begley reported his condition, staff responded to his location and ensured he had water and was resting in a cool environment. UPS vehicles do not have air conditioning. Thanks for listening. For more on today's stories and for the latest breaking news, visit DallasNews.com. I'm Steve White. Have a great day. Stay safe and stay hydrated. I'll be back tomorrow with more from the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.